knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Matt, with... Um, I'm Brad. I had my mic muted. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> I know, dude. Oh. I keep screwing up lately, man. I suck. I should probably just quit it's... the podcast. I mean, I, I mean, that's like going way overboard, but I mean, you do whatever your little heart <laughs> desires, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But what's up, dude? So, oh, not a whole lot, man. How are you doing? How's um, life? I'm doing good other than freaking trying to find a stupid van. Dude, I tell you what, the car market right now is ridiculous. I looked out when I found my truck, and I was about to just say screw it and take a bike everywhere. So, yeah, it is stupid. Like we've spent all week after work trying to find a car or van, whatever. Uh, yeah, overpriced, and there is nothing out there. Yeah, I'm about to say it's everywhere strapped because they're missing the chip or something or another. I know uh, it was about to just be me and our guest uh tonight because brad was gonna be looking at a van but he lucked out and he got to grace us with his presence so and the crowd goes wild yippee (laughs) (laughs) hey man i'm still the new guy there's more people coming back for you than me yeah but you got all the cool gear they just want to hear you talk about it ah yeah that's on occasional episodes and i can only talk about it so much before everyone starts to hate me because they think i'm just a pretentious shimano guy which i am but you know you are. I was gonna say, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I'm not gonna deny it. It's so. all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get Nick in here. <laughs> I thought you said something know. else. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> dirty, dirty mind. <laughs> anyway, Nick, how are you doing? Second week back. I'm good. I'm uh, <laughs> coffeeed up and recovering after a tournament I fished today. So. All right. Oh, you know you're not going to be able to grace over it that quick. Tell us about it. How'd it go? What yeah. happened? Well, I caught a lot of rock bass. Um, <laughs> the old Dwayner was out there in full force today. Now, um, we had a, a bunch of rain, so I, um, 
the you know our rivers going. To, it was a river tournament. It's on the White River um, for uh, Grassroots Bass Yak, and which is a club that's uh, in Indiana, in Illinois, and I think the southern end of the or the lower peninsula of Michigan. Hmm. Uh, anyway, um, it's, a, it's a tournament where you can pick from Sunday to Monday, pick uh, fish one day for eight hours, and you compete against everybody. So I fished today. And, Do you? Do you strategically pick like a day during the week so you don't see so could see so you get a call for work? Um, depends That's on smart. what's going on. Sometimes yes. Today would have been one of those because I was <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that correctly. I don't think. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, I like to fish on the river when the water's up and there's a little bit more current. And I was sort of fingers crossed that a lot of the fish had. Uh, we're waiting to spawn for the water to sort of uh, normalize. Yeah, uh, which is pretty close right now. I mean, it's it's negligible. But what's the water temperature out there? According, I mean, it's warm. It's in it's high sixties, low seventies. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I must say, last time I was out, which was been it's been like ten or eleven days, it was still low fifties, mid fifties. Yeah. So it's been warm here. Like it was like ninety yesterday. Yeah, oh, same cool. here. Yeah, I was say it was eighty five yesterday. Yeah, same here today. You should see. You should see the tops of my legs. I got destroyed today. Oh, my I know all. Well, it was dumb. Um, I know all about that. I do Literally, too. first <laughs> river trip we went out this year. I wore shorts, and my legs were <laughs> like. If you look in, if you're watching the show in the top right corner of Brad's screen, there's a red sticker. My legs looked like that. Like I had, I, I was supposed to go turkey hunting the next day. My buddy texted me. He's like, "You go?" And I was like, "Dude, I can't bend my knees. No, I'm not going." Yeah. Like I couldn't move. I got a pretty good one, but uh, that's my fault. Um, no, it was. A, I mean, I had fun. I caught fish today, um, but I think they're a lot of them are spawning. I think there's some that haven't. Um, the water was muddy. I didn't see a bed all day. Um, but I caught fish. Just it took a not great fish, not a great bite. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a smallmouth bed on the river because our our river is so freaking dirty. You can hardly ever see the bottom. Yeah, that's, was, that's what it, that's what it was today. Yeah, um, I mean it was yeah. up on the on the edges up close, like but that's yep. what it does. um, but. There's only a couple places where I saw the, you know, even in a couple feet of water. Dude, so I am 100% sure that Justin, the spot he's been fishing, I'm 100% sure he's catching the same fish over and over, and mm -hmm. it's a spawning area. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way. Even if there's you're no wrong, start the rumor anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying there's no way you catch 10 back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back fish that are all 19s and 18s. There's no way. Like it's it's not I, they're the same fish. Well, I heard he was using a Mike Long treble hook too. So <laughs> you he's gonna listen to this and be like, "Dude, you guys are stupid." Sorry, Justin. <laughs> oh man, on the internet. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, man, he found a good spot though. I mean, I'll I mean, be, it's a yeah. it's a spot that like I used to float up or not i didn't float i would motor up the river with the torpedo and i would you know cast it with the whopper plopper i'd catch fish out of it but not caliber like that you know oh yeah he's it's it's a whole new day like any he should just get in every single month-long tournament that's in this span every year 
and just go there and just catch the same fish over and over and over. And he'll win by like 200 inches every time. <laughs> or Brad should. Well, you know, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He isn't out for it. Well, there is a spot like I can put up like 94 inches in a month at this spot down here, but I, I haven't been like a KBF member or anything since 2019. Yeah, I don't do any of those either. Yeah, it's whatever. I'm not really into tournaments much anymore. It's just yeah. I don't know. After whatever. First two this year, I'm starting to feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a good year. Like, what was that? 2020. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I had a real good yeah. year, 2020. But other than that, like, I just quit after that. I was just like, yeah. Let's say, yeah, 2020, whatever. you had quite a few top tens. You, uh, you got in the top three on like two events, didn't you? Uh, two or three. I, I got like, second and one, but I, oh yeah, I did because the Cowan Lake, I got third or fourth. Yeah. So, and then last year, I think you did. I think you only did one. I think you did just the one. C, yeah, the CKF 150. Yep, that's it. Yep. But you and I did in, that on I the think, river. I love doing yeah. those on the river because everybody makes such a big deal about it. And the, when you when you place high in the 150, everybody else is fishing their honey holes, and I'm sitting here on the river just busting smallmouth. And they're like, "Holy crap, dude! That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah, it's okay. My my our honey hole is no longer a honey hole. I was out there with like 17 other people. I was like, I can get there a little bit late. This is not a big deal. I yeah. slept in a little bit. Got out there at like 7:30. I look out and I just see 400 rods sticking up off kayaks, and I'm like, "This is stupid." <laughs> Lost my catch board. Like it was it's just <laughs> dumb. Still came to like the top 15, but still, I was annoyed. It was stupid. But I, I do want to do that White River tournament coming up, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's in August. Definitely yeah. should talk about that. Um, who, yeah. who, who's running that this year? IK? Yeah, yeah, that's their annual. And then I believe uh, Grassroots will have one in conjunction. So you can double up if you want to or fish. Mm-hmm. One day for one, and the other one, you know, the next day for the other, whatever you want. I need to. Are the northern stretches not touched as much? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Like way far north of like Anderson. Um, they get fished. They do. I mean, I don't know how often. I yeah. can't. I can't answer to that. I know that the people that do fish them are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, cause our river, it, our river is real similar to the White River, and up north, it's like nobody fishes up north. Once you get towards the middle, everybody fishes it, and then down south, nobody fishes it. Yeah, and yeah. it's different. I mean, it's the same river, obviously, up north, but it 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 uh, it's bigger in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's it's wider. Um, it's more of a smaller river up north. And, yeah, which makes sense through a metropolitan area. Um, the White River also is uh, goes through my hometown of Muncie. Um, it's a little bit wider there than it would be once you get south of there. To mm-hmm. probably 146th Street or something like that. That makes sense because the Great Miami. Every time it gets near a city, it starts to widen real yep, yep. wide. Mm-hmm. It's like just shallow and wide. Yep. Rivers like that, but it is. It, I, I don't fish up there very much, mostly just because I don't need to as much, I guess. Um, yeah, but uh, there's nice fish up there. It gets, um, I know there's a couple longer stretches in here in town. Um, mm. and yeah, they catch big fish up there and plenty of them. Um, hmm. Interesting, it just, it just set, sets up differently. And obviously, when you're in town, um, 
north of Indianapolis, uh, or north of the suburbs of Indianapolis, rather. Uh, you know, there's a lot of agriculture and farming. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, this- city runoff and sub, you know, subdivision runoff type stuff. So Indy, uh, there, you know, there's a little bit more grass here in town. Um, yeah, it's, it's still the same river. It's just sets up in places a little bit differently. And there's a, you know, maybe less, less rocky or less bouldery type stuff. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a river. ours is, so ours is like, the further north you go, the skinnier it gets, and it kind of looks like a creek up there in spots. And then, yeah, I don't know if you've been up there, Matt, but like the Sydney, yeah, Sydney yep. area, it's like you got bluff walls coming down the sides of the river, and then there's spots where, like, there's hills, and then you got huge boulders in the middle that just stick out of the water like two, three feet, and it yep. kind of feels like you're in like an Indian movie, and you're about to get shot by an arrow. Yeah, that's kind of how um, Sugar Creek is, which is uh, northwest of Indy or west of Indy. Um, is that a fast river? Uh, I've never been on it when it's been fast. I've only been on it in the summertime. Um, okay. And it gets pretty pretty low in spots. Um, yeah. It, but the bluff walls, it's um, – yeah, it's a cool cool place to go, yeah. to go float. And it was kind of like um, there were sections of uh, the Muskegon River up in Michigan that we did last uh, fall. That oh, was yeah. Season. But those bluff walls are awesome. I love that. They are sweet. We got a yeah. We got a picture of Justin uh, inside of a cave wearing a Slipknot mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's especially cool if you can actually catch a fish like right off the bluff wall. Yeah. Like that, that's yeah. fun. But, I've never well, really caught anything. That's what's so cool about rivers is, I mean, just like Brad was saying, up north, you know, it's skinnier and where we're at. It's like you go anywhere in a state or if it's a multi-state river and follow it and you have different fish, like and you fish it differently. It's set up differently, kind of like you said, farther north up the White River, it's set up differently, not as many boulders. So you're fishing differently. It's the same thing with the little Miami here. I got a little spot that I'll put in that's super narrow. Brad, you fished it last year. You didn't like it, but I mean, I caught like 15 fish in a day. So I you talking about around Xenia, uh, farther up, closer oh, okay. to Caesars. Okay. Um, no, that's 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 down south. It's southern, yeah, Little Miami. When I say that, Not I mean giving his spot away, Brad. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever, it's fine. What's up? It's a public park. Yeah, you're just giving the spot away. It's fine. <laughs> you spot burner. <laughs> no, it's the little Miami River. You know? I'll, I'll, tell, like, I'll, I'll tell everyone where it's at because they'll go there and they'll get so ticked off. It's at Constitution Park in Sugar Creek. Oh, go there yeah. and enjoy, enjoy fighting 47,000 pleasure kayakers because that's where a livery puts in. But the oh. reason why I love it is because oh. no one likes to fish it because they fight because the pleasure boaters are through there all the time. But I, dude, I'll catch 15. It's literally like 15 yards wide all through Yeah, there. dude, it's super <laughs> narrow. But then you go farther south a little Miami and it winds up like by Loveland and whatnot. So, I mean, yeah, that's why I love rivers. It's, it's You can fish five different types of water if you really oh, yeah. want to in a month. That spinning section sounds like you definitely need 100-pound break. That's, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. And shark hooks. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Eight circle hooks. You know. Yeah, I just use an anchor and I just hand line it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Let them know you're one. Yeah. Oh, I, I get the Great Miami. It's not as bad with pleasure boaters and stuff. There's one guy who drives a jet boat, but other yeah. than that, I mean, I've seen a couple over like south of Dayton, but that's it. 
seen a couple north up by the Piqua area. People, there's a boating club there, and they put their boats oh, in and fish that stress that. stretch. Yeah. Um, this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Me and John did that two years ago? No, last year? I don't know. Some point in my life. we put a, He put his boat in there. He's like, I'm going to fish the river. I was like, all right, man, we can get the kayaks out. He's like, no, I'll just put my boat in. I was like, okay. Fishing so, from a jet is awesome. Oh, dude, I want one. It looks sweet. It wasn't even a jet. He just had a trolling motor on the front of it, and he trimmed up his main motor. We were just sitting there in a bass boat. Yeah, I mean, it worked. He didn't catch anything. I caught fish. It was funny because he was really Perfect. upset, but whatever. Perfect. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to first. This. That's fine. John, if you're hearing, I uh, still remember when you skunked, and it was hilarious. But that was when I found out, and I told Brad this. He's like, I just can't believe they're be- eating it. And I was throwing the the big Kytex, I think the sevens. Like the you, six, you yeah. told me this recently. I just can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was oh, throwing swim those. Jig. Yeah, I was throwing it on a swim jig. And Brad's yeah. like, I've never caught him on a swim jig, or I've never thrown it, whatever. And I was like, dude, I, I was throwing it, and it was in the, it was in November or early December, and I had chasers. I mean, every fish I caught, there was two more behind it on a swim jig with a big old fat paddle tail on the rear end. Nice. They were hammering it. Yeah, I like so. that swim jig bite. I, I, I throw one. I throw one when it's a little bit more clear, for sure. Trim up oh, yeah. a little bit, kind of finesse cut that swim jig. Woo! Oh, they smack it, man. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I will say, I just throw that V cut in the, the skirt. They destroy it. Oh, it's so fun because they hit it so much harder than I think anything else because it's, uh, it just, and they chase it. It's awesome. Yeah, my hardest bites today were from uh, Rock Bat. They, they, <laughs> they smacked it today real hard. The river's continual gift. Oh, man. I was <laughs> Indiana Rock Bass Alliance. Oh, exactly. That's the hashtag. Look at that. <laughs> That's cool. I also got a channel today. That was my first channel of the year. Oh, jeez. Uh, I managed Brad. Yeah, I didn't get bit. Normally, I just stick my hand in and, like, screw it and get bit. Today, I was a little <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> <Get out of laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. This stinks. This ticked me off. 
oh, it's every time we go out, we're not catching anything or we're catching dinks or something. And I just look over and Brad's like rods bent over his Ned rig rod. And I was like, you got something good? He's like, yeah, I think so, but it's not doing anything. And then I'll bring it up. He's like, it's a stupid catfish. It's all I hear. Yeah. I'll be, yeah. I'll be fishing swim baits in fast water and I'll get yeah. bit by, I'm like, dude, small mouth are supposed to be right there. Not you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't in quick water today, but I was throwing a, well, I mean, hell, I caught fish today on like three things. Like I was swimming a net around with a baby goat on the back, which is a good little bait. Uh, I had orange Kai Tech, uh and then uh, a jig, uh, Beast Coast, uh, half coast or half ounce. Uh, I think it's the Marauder. Um, and then their new flipping bait, which is actually pretty good too. But anyways, yeah, uh, it thing those things love swim baits. All catfish love swim baits. I, yeah, I don't. It doesn't. It just blows my mind. When I catch a, yeah, when I catch them on, a, I mean, we have caught them on chatter baits. It's that's yeah. annoying. Oh yeah, I've spinner done baits, but yeah, spinner baits too. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, I hate them. Yes, actually, ah, a couple weeks ago I had a nice spinner bait, one of my nice accent ones from made in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, destroyed. <laughs> yep, I was gonna say it probably bent the crap out of it. Oh, dude, killed it. Uh, yeah, dude. Nice I mean, I was, and I caught like one fish on it. Like I caught like a nice eighteen or so. Like you know, a half hour before I was like, "All right, got the bait." Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, I know the pain. Last year I did that. I didn't even catch a fish on it yet, man. I was throwing a mega bass spinner bait, got hammered, brought it back up, and my spinner bait was like eld. It looked like a weird yeah. buzz bait, and I was like, "Oh, dude!" I tried to bend it back, and I just broke it. And I was like, "This is stupid." I didn't break the arm, but I, I have not been able to get that thing to uh, to swim correctly or the way I want it to, rather. Maybe it's not 100% correct, but yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's scarred for life. Flatheads. I like catching with flatheads, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, so uh, we, we hit on swim baits last week. We kind of talked in a little bit, little bit here. You guys want to get into some of the talk with the gear that yeah. we're using for big swim baits. Yeah. This is something yeah. I don't use, though. So, all right. Um, you can uh, ask the questions because you don't use it. So some of the some of the viewers and listeners might have questions they'd want to ask, and you can just ask them, and we can answer them. <laughs> if we were live, we could do that. That'd actually be a good idea. We should do that one time eventually. Keep we your eyes do. open, but not on Thursdays because Brian is recording right now. I think. Um, I don't know, dude. Where do you guys want to start? Like, are you using like? Higher geared ratio reels for big swim baits or what? Um, you can. Um, I think uh, a, a good place to start is um, with with rods because rods are rated differently, as you mm-hmm. anybody yeah. knows. Um, so, like, I like for for a lot of my uh, baits between one to well, I'm going to say like two and a half three ounces. I like to use a rod that is rated for like one to four ounces. And then uh, anything over like three, I like one that's rated either to eight ounces or 10 ounces. Um, and then also too, with, with your rod, what you're going to find out is um, some of, you know, you're going to be looking at uh, a fast tip, any of those weights rods for, for a faster tip. I, I would like to throw, you know, more of a soft bait with like a single hook. So um and uh, a battle shed or a citizen or um, oh, there's a bunch of soft baits. I'm just not 
doing a very good job remembering. Yeah, Magdrift. Uh, Magdrift, I actually do like. Uh, I, I'll do both with that bait, um, but I actually like a little bit of a softer tip if I can get away with it for for the treble hook baits. Mm-hmm. Uh, since on that now the freestyle Magdrift is I was about the, to say yeah you can you can put a swim bait hook on um, like a like an owner beast hook on. That's kind of what I mean. Um, so actually, I do. So, are you using Dobbins Champions rods? I have some. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this, um, what I'm holding up here is a. Uh, this is a, you know, a good rod. I think for the, for the money, it's a. Um, Saint Croix Mojo Bass, and it's yeah. this seven foot ten heavy. It's rated one to four ounces. I've I can throw treble hooks on there. It works. Um, but I've also I kind of like that for. Uh, like the six inch battle shad or a dream smasher gill, any sort of top hook bait. I could even throw like a Huddleston 68 on that, which is their mm-hmm. six inch uh, Huddleston with the uh, with the bigger tail on the back. Um, <clears throat> but it also, I've, I've thrown treble hooks on it. It's mostly a preference thing since I, since I was fishing this throttle a lot uh, last year on the river, I have since picked up another rod that's also rated one to four ounces that is much tippier it's a um it's a moderate fast um Mm. heavy action rod yep Uh, yeah yeah it's about the about the same uh which is it's pretty standard and like you said it's a preference thing but it's pretty standard in the swim bait community where you have a rod for your fixed hooked and then you have your rod for your treble hooks um like I have uh, for my larger ones with treble hooks, I use a 7-Eleven. Uh, it's the only non-Douglas rod, just because I haven't replaced it yet. But it's a 7-Eleven GL2 G Loomis, which is uh, three to eight ounce, and that works. And I've thrown, what's crazy, is I was in a pinch, and I forgot my other, my lighter swim bait rod, and I was actually throwing a six-inch mag draft on that bad boy, nice. and it was chucking it without a problem at all. And that's not even close to three ounces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's also another thing too is uh, there's now like I, I don't know if boutique is the right word, but there's some um, smaller manufacturers of rods, and I feel like like I those rods are probably rated uh, a lot more accurately maybe than more of your bigger rods. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna use you know I might catch some swim bait mean heat on this one. Like I I do like Dobbins rods, um, but. I forget who said this, but I, their math for like the ratings on the swim bait rod is like make it like one half, you know, plus or minus one ounce. And there's probably some truth to that. And like I said, I, I like their rods, I throw them. Um, but I have like an 807, which is rated from three to 10 ounces. Mm-hmm. I don't wow. know. Well, I probably wouldn't throw more than five and a half on that. Um, yeah. I could probably do it. I don't really need to do it is, is sort of the other side of that. Um, now, if I was throwing, like we talked about last uh, last week, a, um, a, a depth 250, um, I would want something rated more than, well, if it was truly rated 10 ounces, you're probably good, or even eight ounces. But yeah, I must say. Could those rods hold handle that six and a half ounce bait? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think it would 
be a long-term solution. I, I don't know. I've never done it. I just, but that's just sort of my take on that. And also, too, since, you know, I do fish the river a lot, I don't need to be throwing a six-and-a-half-ounce bait. Not in our river, anyway. I'm sure there yeah. are where you can work it deep enough to do what you need to do. I'm sure you, people are doing it, and they're amazing at it. I'm not Amazon River. Oh, uh, yeah. You would be fun, man. It would be fun. It would be a – you wouldn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to get trashed. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, you go out there and you throw anything. Anything soft is gone immediately. Yeah. Yeah. From any fish. Yeah. I'm going to say it doesn't matter what fish is no. there. Even the peacock oh, bass that you can yeah. lip. Yeah, they're massive and they tear stuff up like it's not even funny. Yeah, like, they throw those big wood chopper baits because they're <laughs> wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys ever watch uh, River Monsters? I've seen it. Yeah, I got a better that, one here on YouTube. Let's hear Doc, it. Doc Monsters. Doc Monsters. Yeah, it's some. It's obviously it takes place in Florida, and wow. uh, this is a guy with a giant rod and a giant eight thousand size casting reel with a you know, a 24 pound weight and a giant fish. He just drops it off of these uh, marinas and inlets and catches giant groupers and tarpon and whatever lives down there. And he pulls up these dock monsters. Oh, That's man. crazy, man. <laughs> we were talking a little bit about it poker pre-show, but I mean, that's the one thing about like saltwater fishing. It can be fun because I mean, it can be boring, like you said, Brad, because you throw out and you're catching a fish like almost every other cast. But it can be fun until you pull up because you don't know what you're pulling up. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. Like, and there's guys who, you know, like you were saying, Nick, dudes jumping in, taking pictures with grouper. I'm not about that life because I've watched a video where a grouper almost swallowed a scuba diver. And that's, that shouldn't be how it is. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the same, like, wavelength is noodling for catfish i'm just like yeah that's 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 another thing that's like that that, that's i was all about doing that until i read a story about a catfish in germany that they killed and the thing had freaking a nazi helmet in it and an iron cross (laughs) and this catfish huh was it a welsh Welsh? yeah it was a welsh catfish dude and it ate a person that's all no the right one i'm not well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all about who he ate. I'm just saying I don't want to get in the water with a fish that can and obviously will eat me. Yeah. Not I've seen it. videos of those those damn things, like uh, blowing up ploppers and stuff. Those things are gnarly. Oh, dude, it's it, it, it's insane. Like, there's videos. I'm sure we're talking the same video. The dude's, like, in a kayak, and he throws this plopper, like, four times until it's two foot away from the boat and then hooks it. And the thing just like pulls him like four foot. Yeah, You're done. <laughs> how do you land that? Like, how are you, like I need to go home. Let's hook the ride home. And then you just follow it down the river and then you just cut your line to get off. Like, is that a mean of transportation? Because Dude, you're not landing that. It's it, would just not be that day. it would be that day. I caught yeah. a 38 inch flathead on a Tokyo rig, seven foot four medium rod. That's and that a- thing, I was on my inflatable. It took me quarter mile downstream back upstream back downstream i believe and i fought that thing for like yeah. 15 minutes i believe it yeah it was, it was nuts sounds like fun though it was fun yeah finally got got him up got him on the inflatable i'm like if i drop this guy he's popping this thing no for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all all three air or air sacks are just blown you, you see me just flying off and in going <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
straight Looney Tunes, man. Oh. But yeah, oh. Brad, you uh, you mentioned um, real ratio. Um, again, uh, like if you were fishing a bait deeper or a softer bait, you're probably going to want a slower cadence. Uh, in the river, I kind of opt for a five, uh, a little bit quicker one, either a seven uh, speed, and I have one eight speed uh, Tatula 300 um, mm. that I like for my quicker, like glide baits and twitch baits. Yeah, like that. I was gonna just say to, that just to pick up line, just to pick up line, so uh, they can, you know. Well, if I'm throwing yeah. it the stream and I'm bringing it back down to me, if you're going too slow your swim is going to sort of peter out as that current from behind. Uh, I did say Peter. (laughs) You were right. It's a big Peter. Um, So when you can pick up line a little bit quicker, you can get that bait to actually uh, switch and glide. Uh, But, you know, I like a little bit uh, slower one um, for fishing, uh, you know, large mouth, uh, ponds, stuff like that. Because large mouth are lazy. They are, but a couple I caught over the weekend, they did beat up that, that glide bait pretty good and had a fun fight, caught some nicer largemouth. Uh, it's been a minute, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, it's always it's always fun. I mean, I don't I don't hate largemouth, but I don't love them like I do smallmouth, that's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. They're yeah, I bad. mean it's a whole different fish in my opinion. Not, I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're all bass, but it to me it's almost like they're a different fish because you'll completely you'll different. get some yeah, I mean, but it, I will tell you, if you go down south and you get some of the Florida strain largies, they'll fight insane. Yep. Um, but you hear about the, the spotted too down there. Well, spotted bass are a whole different ball game. Um, yeah. These, like especially the ones, well, Gu- Guadalupe bass in Texas. Yeah. Those things, people have said they fight like smallies, and they're about the same size as smallmouth, but they got like largemouth bodies. But it's weird. They're it's a weird fish, but you know, kind of like what he was saying um most swim bait stuff is all done with your rod there's i mean there's like your soft body like your mag drafts obviously you're you're spooling those back you're not using your rod i i'm not like you which i maybe i should be because that's probably why my baits are petering out because i don't have a fast enough reel ratio i've always used for swim baits it's always the fastest i've ever gone is a six four unless i'm like out of luck and i need to i have a seven on a rod and i just need a backup rod for whatever reason um but i always throw like my main swim bait reel is a five, four to one. I mean, it's super slow. It's a crankbait mm. stick. Yeah. Um, I've not, I know that I didn't even, I take that back. I do have like a five, eight or something, but I didn't use it very long. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a preference thing. Um, but then again, I'm, you know, I'm nobody in the swim bait thing. Uh, you, you know, you think truth, um, you know, Brooks Brown is going to be a live, I'm going to, Free plug for somebody else. Sorry, uh, this um, Saturday, it would be 9 p.m. Eastern time. at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, the GOAT, Butch Brown, will be on a live podcast with uh, Big Nick of Captain Crank Podcast. Um, I, I know we talked uh, last time we talked. I think I mentioned this. Go listen to or watch those podcasts with Butch because even if you don't fish swim baits, there is something to take away from from his method to his setup to his attention to detail with weather fit. I mean, there's so many things that I don't want to screw up to, to even say yeah. it is worth a listen to or a watch and he'll be on this weekend. But, you know, he, 
he's like the master of the 250. So he has that, you know, five and six speed reel, I believe, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, that speed dialed in. Now he's also fishing California reservoirs. Um, yeah, he's fishing deep, deep water. Yeah, I mean he. Well, I mean he's a he's a hell of an angler, angler anyway. Um, you know, before he got into the swim bait game, he you know he was he was good. Um, mm-hmm. He understands the conventional side too, which is pretty cool. Because um, there's some people who are in the swim bait thing that you know that's just what they do, which is great. Um, but I feel like having a bit of a conventional base um, doesn't hurt you. I, I think it helps you. Um, oh yeah. You know, from there, you know, fishing. In my opinion, it's all about kind of what you want to do and what your style is. Or so if you want to throw something a little bit quicker, put the reel. Like, let me just grab it right here. Yeah, like you, you can do whatever you want with anything you want. You know what I mean? No, yeah. yeah this is a, a it's Tula 300. It's an eight to one. Um, and I actually have this on like kind of like my main uh, one to four ounce rod. Currently, I picked it up. Um, in the fall let, let, let's hear your reviews on this combo like what do you like about it what do you don't like about it well i can tell you one thing i don't like about it and it's because i broke it oh. <laughs> but that's i mean well and that's I, that's a good thing like share your well, experience with this 11 to like a seven foot nine <laughs> mm-hmm. um and i won't say like dislikes uh for this rod it's um so this is a KGB heavy action moderate fast. KGB. KGB is a company out of Missouri. I think I talked about it last time. Um, they make the Chad Shed and a couple of other glide baits. But this is like a big crankbait rod with it has a long handle or butt section of the handle, which is the one thing that it's taken me um, just time to learn. Now, oh, yeah. since I've learned how to fish it, because it does have such a longer, uh, actually, you know what? I have two rods here. I'm just going to show you. So it's going to be hard to see. But yeah. this is that, um, I'm going to pick the treble hook here. This is the, uh, uh, what is this? The St. Croix one I talked about. Yeah, the Mojo. Yeah. So I don't know how long it is. Like 16, 18 inches. 16 inches. That's, gonna, that's what I was going to say. And then this one is like, it just keeps going. <laughs> um, it's a lot longer. Uh, yeah. But it has this, you know, you can use it for your casting. Um, it's taken just some time. So I'm not going to call it con as much as it is a learning application on my end. It's just taking time to learn how to throw it um, from the kayak. Mm-hmm. But once I have... It's just a little bit extra movement on my end. So if there was a con, it's just taking me time on that. And also, too, because of how moderate it is, um, it's kind of learning the hook set on it. Because it's, you know, you you feel it, let them eat, and you can pop them, and it does keep them bent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just a little different action than a normal heavy faster. Yeah. Cool. I couldn't imagine, man. Like, I've never used a rod bigger than seven foot four. Oh, they're fun. Oh, they're yeah. they're so fun. Got like you said that with that GL two, uh, it's got a stupid long butt section. Yeah, and learning to cast that it's not a con because it does like once you get the motion yeah. down, you can like 
hurl. People think, oh, I'm putting a six inch swim bait on it's or a glide bait. It's just going to go far. That's not true at all. Yeah. You have the right. I mean, you could do you could just throw it and it's going to go 10 yards. But if you really figure out how to use the leverage and use that to whip it. I mean, I yeah. Brad seen me cast that. Uh, uh, the nine inch thing. Yeah, man. I can't. Dude, it's so funny work, watching people throw these huge baits. It's hilarious. <laughs> Is it the draw? Yeah, so. No, it's the, the uh, yeah, it's the draw. So, which is that that big nine inch? And I have he's watched me hurl the crap out of that and just flies. <laughs> I cast it too. It's awkward. It's it awkward, and that's the biggest thing. It's not a like I said, it's not a, a con. It's just learning to do it, especially in a kayak, because yeah. I'm comfortable standing and casting a lot. I'm still not comfortable standing and casting this. Yeah, just because I. Th- I've done it in a boat. You can do it all day because I'll take a step. I'll look like a uh, like one of those Japanese pitchers who do their really weird high leg above their head. <laughs> like I'll get it out there, but you don't have that same leverage in a kayak, and you're throwing it, and it just it's it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. And then like the positive about long handle too is that when you're fishing for bait, you can tuck it up underneath your armpit. Yeah. When you go to hit that hook set, you you hit them with a little bit extra more power and leverage. So, you know. Whatever, whatever, plus or minus. Um, like I said, I kind of snapped off like two inches of that rod in my door. Um, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a real award-winning moment. Um, so now it's like a 7-9. Um, <laughs> you just moderate, re-tip it and call it a day? Yeah, moderate fast plus maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say something like that. I don't That's think funny. it really affected it that much. Um, it's a little less tippy, which is fine with me. Um, and I, the only reason I even care about it is because, I don't know, he doesn't make, you know, there's not a ton of those, <laughs> I felt like an asshole, uh, yeah. but eh, it's part of it. What are you going to do? You say you're throwing a Daiwa? Yeah, that's a Tatula 300 on that one. Is, is there any reason you went with those over Shimano? Because I do know you use Shimano too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have um, a couple. Uh, I have a Corrado 300 as well, which is mm-hmm. a, a, actually a six, uh, six, six speed, I believe, mm-hmm. um, which is a nice reel. I like that reel too. Um, I went with the Daiwas um, because they also make another um, couple of reels, actually, but they have a Lexa, the Lexa 300, and it's, um, it's good enough for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I like those reels. And then I caught a sale on that Tatula. Um, okay, I got gotcha. you. I caught sales on all of them, but I like the Lexus enough. Um, that I was like, well, I like these Tatulas. And prior to having that Tatula, the 300, you know, I have a, I have a couple 200s and I think a, I don't know, whatever. Uh, and I like those enough. I was a uh, oh, yeah. I was on a podcast uh, this past week actually, and we were I was talking to the host uh, Josh Chitwood and Jason White of uh, Dark Horse Tackle. Oh, yeah. um, I told I told uh, Josh, I was like, Matt told me to relay a message to me. He's- At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages. Things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, Log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, 
1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. To you. He's like, oh yeah, what's that? I said, Matt says Shimano's king. And he was like, dude, don't even bring that up in here. He got all crazy. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? You made me... The reason I actually uh, picked up some uh, die was is because I picked up one of those SP-103 TW whatever. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like... Um, and that's a sweet little reel. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shot or die was aren't bad. Like I had Alexa 300. It's, it's a great reel. And the plus with it, especially like I threw a Tranks 300 and Tranks mm. 400. I love the Tranks. They're awesome reels. I can beat the tar out of them and they just never stop. But I didn't have really the Alexa long enough to say that, but I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I sold it to a dude in the area and he's still using it and he beats yeah. crap out of it and it works great. Um, the plus with the die with the Lexas is they're a, I can tell you they're easier to get tranks have a cult following. Mm-hmm. So when they're out of stock, they're out of stock for like seven months. Yeah. yeah. I, my tranks 400, you know how I found it. I was in field and stream. I was looking at the reels. I was like, I wonder if they have any Vanfords. Cause I thought about upgrading my FL, my Stratix. Yeah. And there was a tranks 400 behind. It's a definitely as someone who works in retail. It was an employee hiding it so no one saw it yep. and it was right behind two there was a corrado box a corrado here speaking of matt who has all these boxes so think of it this way <laughs> so here's here's a box here's a box and then right behind it was this big thing and i saw it and i was like mm, the only reel they make that that's that size and blue is a tranks so yeah. i had the guy come over and he was like yeah i'm not even working in fishing the guy who does is off today and i was like oh cool can you sh- i just want to see what real that is and he's like uh it's a a tracks 400 i was like <laughs> yeah man i'll take it i'll take it yeah he's like i wonder what was back there i was like yeah i know why but it's fine dude just go up front and we'll buy it and i can just imagine that dude coming to work the next day it's like oh so, how did somebody find it like something so mad yeah. and I, I i relished it yeah, well, yeah. I lefty reels too. So like that, that gets even more difficult with those. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like you said, like the the Lexa was just easy to come by, and I you know I still use them. They're they're good reels. Um, and, and you can get on Amazon too and pick up one of the Gomex's uh, 120 millimeter handles. It's, uh, that does help too. <clears throat> I like those two on my reels. Um, yeah, they're good. Um, DRT oh, yeah. has their version. Um, well, yeah, DRT has their stuff too, um, but they're really, I mean, it's really expensive for those. Uh, the Gomex is yeah. super affordable. I have not had a problem. Um, I've seen people say that they break. I'm sure they do. Everything does. Everything uh, breaks. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, there's yeah, nothing I, that's not going to break now. I've not had that issue, so I, you know they've been nice for me, and I do well, like that that longer handle for the swim baits. Like, like Josh Chitwood said, he replied back to what I said to you that you relayed your message. He said you cannot tell me that Shimano is that much higher than Daiwa. He said they're both kings, in my opinion. And you know, I agree. With I, that. Would, I've used I agree with that. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Is like I'm just a Shimano fanboy because a I have all Shimano. I've I've built my collection up. But at the same time, there's a reason why if you go to Japan, 
they put Shimano and Daiwa right next to each other. Yeah. It's because they're both kings of the market. It's just how it is. Yeah. So I don't understand how anybody could use anything other than Daiwa or Shimano. <laughs> yeah. I like don't, I, I've I don't. used I've used Akuma and Fluger and I'm like after you use Shimano and stuff like that, you're just like, I don't want that stuff anymore. Nah, whatever. Fish what you like. Um, I mean, it, I, whatever. doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter to me. I'm just, you know, like, I'm just sitting here spoiled now, you know. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, and, I mean, in my opinion, don't get me wrong. I'm ruined. Got, I mean, I, I've got an Abu Garcia Revo rocket sitting right there. Um, which is a good reel. It works. I use it for frog fishing. So in Ohio, I use it like six days a year. Um, but I mean, you can get, I mean, I use lose for, I got a BB one. Do I still have one? I should do. Uh, I started out throwing lose. This lose BB one H has been around me for 2012. And this thing is great. It still runs great. I just cleaned it the other day. I was thinking about selling. I was like, you know what, man? I'm not going to sell it because it still works great. And there's nothing. Does Shimano make reels better, in my opinion? Yes. Is yeah. this real bad? No. No. That does it, great. It's just a benchmark. Um, yeah. Their benchmarks may be a little higher for more models in their lineup than others. It's sort of how I see it. Uh, when, you, when you talk about any any kind of reel, like in my yeah. opinion, you know, like if, if I need a workhorse reel, I'll grab a, a Corrado or a uh, uh, Tatula. Mm -hmm. They just work. Um, yeah. That's it. And I'm sure Luz has their equivalent. I don't know what it is. I but, don't either. Uh, <laughs> I do know what it is. It's the uh, the Luz. Uh, so I had it. What was it? Pro it's TI? The yeah, the Pro TI, because I had that reel, and that reel's great. But that reel is as finicky as its price tag says it is. Because it yeah. it likes to unlike four hundred dollar reels from Shimano and everybody else, it's if you get it tiled in just right and treat it like a mister uh, like your wife. Like in the Marine Corps, we had a saying with two forty Bravos, which is a machine gun, and a two forty nine. You treat a two forty Bravo like your wife, and you make sure it's dirty, and it, I promise it'll never not work. <laughs> and it's the same way. Like I could take a Metanium out and not clean it, and it's gonna work great. Yeah, and I can take that Pro Ti out, and if it has a little bit extra oil than it doesn't need to have, it's going to be noisy. It's going to cast less. It's going to get grindy. It's just weird. So actually, yeah. I do have a, um, I do have a loose um, swim bait. It's a three <clears throat> Super Duty three hundred one or three hundred or whatever, because I uh, I've had it for a while and it's been fine. Um, that's the only one I have. But, uh, yeah, because I, I want to try to remember. I think one of my first like, first swim bait reels, it was just a um, just a cheap reel that I got on some sale. And it just, I, I didn't like it. Um, and then I was looking for one and I was going to do, I don't know, I was going fishing somewhere and needed it or thought I needed it. And I picked it up because it was cheap uh, and it was on sale. And been fine i have it on my dobbins fury 806 which is a really affordable good all-around uh swim bait rod if anybody's looking and you could yep. throw that uh that loose super duty 300 on that and uh not be set back too much it'll work great especially on a river furies are great rods I, I used to own one i really liked it yeah i have a couple furies i've never I think one. 
like a seven I foot a, medium or something. I don't remember what yeah. it was. Medium yeah, modern. I had, I had the seven foot three. It was the shorter swim bait fury, but I got it field and stream. It was like I think it was on sale for like a hundred and five bucks instead of one hundred and twenty or whatever. And I was like, I'll try it because I've never had a fury. It threw great. It was awesome. I sold it with the Lexa combo, but it was like if I still had it, yeah, it would be fine. And that's a nice thing. Yeah, that that's a nice thing too. Is um, I don't know what you can. I don't. Know, you can say I, I like Dobbins stuff, even though you know if you were to say what is the gripe about Dobbins, and I'm talking not just I'm talking every line kind of is that they are uh, tend to be a little slower uh, mm-hmm. action and a little bit softer sometimes. Um, you can use that to your advantage. Um, like we were talking, like uh, the mag draft. I like to throw that one either, like on my, like on a seven three to seven. 30 no yeah 735 like a it's like a medium heavy extra extra fast yeah it's not it's not extra extra fast um it it performs well on hook sets um even for that treble bait hook um and i just throw that on a with a 200 or it might even just be an slx dc on there or something um yeah 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 good reels yeah, I mean it does it does the job. Like my for my mag drafts and stuff, it's a seven six extra fast, uh the DXC seven six five XF. Oh yeah. Which is it's a three quarter inch or three quarter uh ounce to three ounce Perfect. rod. So I knew. And it, it and it's the three I put a three ounce bait on it and it didn't feel like I was gonna break the tip off. That's like it's a pretty accurate lure rating. In my opinion, for a if you're gonna be like fishing swim baits for in the river what whatever model crazy model number you just said is sounds about as much as you will probably need yeah i, mean, yeah, I couldn't I imagine agree. throwing you can throw a mag draft to like a three ounce rat or whatever that's it you, you don't need anything more um than that at all in my opinion that i think that's yeah. the thing i like about douglas is oh you're pulling mm. so the thing i like about douglas is like they, their rods, they don't feel like a traditional rod as, you know, as like the, the ounces get heavier uh, rated for each rod. They don't, they mm-hmm. don't get thicker. You know what I mean? They don't feel like. Broom yeah. Broom. Yeah. They, they're, they're super comfortable. Like this rod, if you put it in your hand comparatively to like the me, the, the seven, uh, it's the medium rod that you're using for your Joshies. The DXC seven two oh seven two seven two four yeah seven two four, and it feels like the same rod. Other than this is four inches longer, but yeah. other than that, it feels like the same rod, which is awesome. Um, and then if you didn't, because the three hundred nine price tag could throw somebody a little bit, so you could go to here and then go oh, to yeah. here. It threw me to LRS. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not cheap. But you go to the LRSs, and then you could look at the. Because I was looking at this too for a backup swim bait rod, uh, right there. The LRS C seven four six XF two twenty nine. Do everything, and it that will that's a seven four that will do every. You could throw chatter baits on it, spinner baits on it, uh, lipless on it, mag drafts on it, hell, you glides on it, cloppers. Yeah, ploppers. I mean, you could throw everything. That could be a, yeah. a do all reel. Yeah, shower. Those LRS, those LRS rods are on par with like any other graphite rod out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah all all day. 
It's a good pick yeah. right there. I like that. But um, yeah, so that's that's kind of like your middle of the road because you can go like the X Matrix rod I just showed, or the GL two G Loomis that I use, or the I mean, you can get Mega Bass makes swim bait rods. Uh, depths, if you get, if you, I mean, depths is your high end six hundred dollars swim bait rods, but that two twenty nine for that LRS is a perfect middle ground. It's a great rod. It doesn't feel like a broomstick. It has a longer handle, so you can get that whipping motion and get the bait out there a little bit farther. Um, but it's not going to wear you out from doing it all day. Because, like, yeah. with that GL2, it wears me out. It yeah. just does. Throwing it all day with big baits, you're going to get tired. You're going to get worn out. So, yeah, that's you're one new thing. And you're just, like, figuring out if you want to do this, if you, you know, want the frustration sometimes or whatever. Start – lower than higher <laughs> yeah oh yeah figure out if you want to do it or get a rod kind of like that lrs or something that'll do more than just swim bait stuff yeah like get a rod like that i can do three quarter all the way up to four ounces you've got plenty of play in there to throw it's everything it's a huge range mm-hmm. that's that's what i do i i all my combos are set up for multi-use just because yeah, you know i'm i'm always switching like some days I want to throw a spinner bait. Other days I want to throw a Ned Rig or whatever, you know, which I'm not throwing a Ned Rig three quarters ounce, but I'm just saying in general. Why not, Brad? I, I wish they I would. Should. I want to find someone who makes one. I know. I want, me too. I want, I want a half ounce Ned Rig so I can fish in 40 foot of water and it gets there immediately. That's just a shaky head, but still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This coat's Marauder jig and cut the skirt off. In the band, and then just you know, put your worm on gold tungsten. You'll feel it. I like those football heads that Jig Masters or not Jig Masters, uh, Z Man's making. I just wish yeah. they would make them like heavier weight, that'd be awesome. Which I don't know which ones you're talking about. Are they are they Ned? It's yeah, it's a Ned head. I have them, Ned um, football head. So yeah, it's a Ned and it's awesome. Bit. Um, it's only quarter ounce, it was, though, right? Yeah, they're not heavy, they're they're not even a quarter, they're uh, fifth. They, no. they still don't go. Z-Man doesn't go anything above a fifth or, yeah, fifth with any of their Ned stuff that I've seen. Well, they have the real big fat one. Um, that's a quarter. But the footballs, and I didn't even know they were a thing until I was at the show, the Cincinnati uh, uh, Fishing Expo, and Brian Latimer was there. And I was talking to him a little bit, um, and I was like, you know, do you throw Neds a lot? He was like, I don't throw traditional Neds. I throw the football heads. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, these right here. And I was like, What's so different about him? He's like, man, you're you're hitting the bottom differently. It's a whole different presentation because the bait wobbles. And he's like, man, it's awesome. Like I I've seen my catch ratio go through the roof. And I was really? like, okay. all right, I'm gonna buy yeah. some. Good guy right there. So, uh, um, I like I like Brian. He seems like a great person. But oh, hey, Brad, he is. Brad, I have your half ounce version of what you're looking for, and it's the Kitech uh, tungsten V2 football jig. Ooh. I'm going to have to check yeah. it out, it's which, you know, like thinking about it, I could probably just take a football jig, take the skirt off and put a crawl on it. And Absolutely. You could call it a day. Yeah. But these are that, like, those are like a lighter wire. Like, um, and that would probably actually work real well with your, uh, your big Joshy rod. Yeah, I know. I'll, I want to try that so bad, but I mean, we also have swing head jigs too, which, you yep. know, I could try that too. Yeah. I've actually played around with that, uh, uh, on the river, and I and I'm going to play around with those swing heads more um, post spawn here. Yeah, yep. That's about the time I get the Tokyo rig out, so that makes sense. You're the Tokyo rig guy. 
killed them on it last I year. Love it, dude. It's so much fun. There you go. That's that jig. Yeah, if you get and if, it show a side view of the of the of the there it is. That's not a big heavy uh uh hook it's on it. It's a half ounce. And yeah, it's it's there it is. That's a light hook wire hook. Two, two uh, uh, I want to say it's a no. I want to say it's a one aught. It's a one aught or two aught. It's one of those two, but it's a super light wire. I've got one of those. Yeah, I want that. And and then uh, once you get it over that collar there, uh, a standalone um, PRD or the TRD crawls works great on it. Yeah, that's what I kind of want to do. Like I think that'd be nice on the river. It's kind of like this. This is the Kitek, just a casting jig. Um, and then it's, I want to say that's a one-aught. It, it looks tiny. I want to say maybe it might be a two-aught. But that that keeper, he's not wrong when he says that. That bait, Your bait won't move. It's yeah. awesome. And it doesn't shred it or anything like that. It's awesome. That's cool. Ooh, talking jig. Got me all excited. I love jigs. <laughs> Dude, I am starting to love them too. Like, oh, football Dude. jig. The football jig bite at Dale Hollow. That was so much fun. That like sounds it. like fun. I'm hope, man. Hey, I'm hoping to do that same thing when I'm up in the Upper Peninsula uh, with smallmouth. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I'm, re- I'm ready to go up north, man. Matt. Oh yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. You going to Saint Clair? Where are you going? Oh, there's a place up here. It's oh, uh, I know you're talking about. Don't say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the land I call it the, since the last time I went, I called the land of death because I almost died like twice. But you guess we're windy up there, huh? <laughs> oh, what dude, I what'd you say? It gets windy on that lake, right? Oh, oh dude, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. terrible. A buddy went up there the other day for me and Brad, and he texts us. He's like, I can't stay in a spot with my trolling motor. He's in a boat. I was like, Yeah, dude, it's it's <laughs> just 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 just. He's like, I was have to throw faster baits because I can't work a slow bait. I was like, I mean, you know, man, just cover water. That's all you can do. Cover water or throw an anchor. That's when I post up against the bank and just cast it deep and drag it back. Yep. yep. There's no other but way since you it. mentioned St. Clair, I really want to go to St. Clair this year. Me too. We man. talked about it a little bit at Hollow. Uh, you could feel free to, uh, we'll pick you up at the border or something. And, uh, <laughs> Me, because it was me, Brad, Justin, and then two other guys. We went Cam, which he's been on the show, and then our buddy James. We were talking about going up there for a couple days, like a weekend or something. Dude, St. Clair is a magical place. Does James listen to this? He does, and he always texts me how I screwed something up. James, this one's for you, buddy. Woo! Hey, actually, um, if you're going to do that, you should uh, look at the uh, grassroots bass yakking schedule because they actually do – a trail series on St. Clair. Yeah. And the bags are insane. There's a guy, there's a guy here uh, in Indiana named Glenn Landstrom, if I remember correctly. I've heard of him. Dude is a, he's a stick. He's a stick. Yeah. Hell, he doesn't live close to St. Clair. He lives an hour from here, I think, south. Uh, and he goes up there and just hammers him. Back home, seems like hammers him here, too. He seems he, like anybody can go up there and be a hammer, though. Uh, he's. Uh, it's, I think there, Saint, there's an art to it. Yeah, yeah. Saint Saint Clair gets. I mean, people get that feeling because people go out on charters. It's kind of like Erie. You can go to Erie if you get in the right boat. They'll get you on decent smallmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saint Clair can have its own challenges. I've only fished it like twice, but I got a buddy who lives 20 minutes Ooh. away from it, and he uh, 
he goes up there all the time. He's like, yeah, man, if you're not like, there's some stuff you got to figure out and kind of deal with it today. So. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Speaking of charters, man, uh, Andy Fool out in Buffalo, he runs a charter. He's part of the Serious Angler podcast. We need to do that this year. Yeah, I'm down. I think he said 200 bucks a person. That's not bad. He has like this nice, like 21 foot Phoenix boat, I think maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down. I'm always down. I'll go fishing. We had him on the show, actually. We talked about it. That was pretty fun. You should do that. Go beat him. What's that? Go beat on him. (laughs) Well, Ryan Dahl went up there and fished with him last year. Oh, Uh, yeah. And that, he was like, I have never seen anybody slam smallmouth on my own boat like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm telling you, Ryan is like smallmouth God. (laughs) Yeah. He's, it's, he's, when you talk about a hammer or a stick, Ryan is like, if you look that up, what's what it means when you somebody calls somebody you fish as a hammer? It's yeah. just Ryan Dole's face with a 22 inch smallmouth. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Or, or, or Mr. Dole, too much. You got to give him some respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the honorable Mr. Dole. <laughs> we need to get him on just to hang out. We, I've had him on before, but yeah, let's, I'm down. I'm all about it. We'll just get all four of us. Talk, talk about his rivers. NRX Plus uh, rod. Ooh, man, oh, dude, awesome. yeah. Yeah, that rod is uh I've choice. held one. It's choice is the word I'll use. It's choice. Prime. Prime, that's a good one too. Prime choice. Dope. Yeah, I could say that. <laughs> I don't use all those I feel like an old guy. Like I don't use any of these cool <laughs> slingo words, whatever you call them. Throw that oh, you- mustache back and you'll be able to. Do what? <laughs> Throw that mustache back and you'll be able to. Dude, I just shaved it yesterday. Like I told you, it was driving me nuts, dude. I can't do it. I can't. I'm, yeah, I'm I went. I went a little baby face a little bit just because I was trimming it and I screwed up and I was like, screw it. I just shaved it all off. I gotta let mine come back because I gotta keep all this madness for uh, Halloween and then get rid of it after that. So <laughs> I gotta have. I gotta have this so I can dye it all jet black so I can be Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Gonna make it up. Call it moves. Uh, yeah. Were they Jesus. the Big Lebowski? Uh, yeah, I've been the dude. I've been Walter. Uh, I've had tops. Like I can do it all. I was <laughs> I was fishing in a cowboy hat today for the first time. It, was, it felt good. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know who John Graves is, but he's a guy in Cincinnati. He he wears a cowboy hat on the water. I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Actually, you know what? I didn't get burned today, and it was you know mid to high eighties on my face. I didn't have any sunscreen on my face. Had long sleeves on, like a fool, an mm-hmm. absolute fool who knows better. I wore shorts today and just got beat up on my legs. But yeah. my cowboy hat saved the day on the on, on the top part. So yeah, there's well a couple of weeks yeah. ago, I say Brad was wearing. My dad uh, works just mostly because he's bored, and he works and he mows uh, for the city that we live in. 
and I had his big. I saw uh, that too. Yeah, his big hat. Was Brad cool was hat. in my truck. Yeah, was cool. Brad hat. was in the truck, and he was like, "Who's is that?" I was like, "Oh, it's my dad's." He's like, "Can I wear it?" I was like, "I mean, I guess. I don't know why you couldn't. Sure, <laughs> just make sure you don't lose it." Yeah. Uh, and he's just wearing it all day. He's like, "This hat's amazing." I was like, yeah, yeah. I got on Amazon. Big tour the sun hats when we were in Florida uh, in March. And I mean, they're giant, but they're great. You don't, yeah. you just don't get scorched. It's wonderful. So, yeah, I'm hats. Craven's texted me. Uh, that day I, I was wearing that hat. Craven's texted me. He's like, dude, it was the hat. It was, I was like, I, got, I wore that hat because I saw you wearing one. Yeah. Craven <laughs> has, a snazzy, uh, has a snazzy hat too that he likes to he break does. out. It's like kind of all like you know, it's like a Indiana Jones plus. It's kind of yep. bigger. Uh, it's for real though. So it's a real good looking brim. I think I think I've decided I'm just gonna get a sombrero. I'm gonna just wear it. When yeah, I'm out there. yeah. Because just, just why not? You won't get burnt. I, I, I won't get burnt, and I can take. I well, all right. I say, and I can just take a bait and I can just hang it on it. Exactly. If I need it. I just pop it off. Big eight ounce bait. Just lodge it in there. Yeah, I must say it'd be great. Yeah. I always know where it's at. Yeah, I I, I concur. I'm about that. Oh man! But hold on a second, dude. <laughs> what are you finding now, Lord? <laughs> this is the hat I'm gonna get right here. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get the green you know, feather. Yeah, you gotta have the pimp hat with the feather. Yeah. You also have to accept <laughs> oh. you're gonna. Someone's going to kick your ass, too. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Bring it on. I'll, From, I'll have my shark hooks with me. Yeah. That's all you need. We call, them, we call those the Justin Marshall, Mike Long, Long Shank. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hate this episode, dude. <laughs> I don't oh, think he listens, actually. He's just three like, three oh, They're heavier. He probably doesn't. One of, one of our best friends, he don't even listen to our stupid show. Yeah, everybody, support your friends and listen to the things they do. Don't be like Justin Marshall. <laughs> Watch for some for some reason there's gonna be like his followers on Instagram and stuff listen to the show. They're just gonna all unfollow him. <laughs> oh dude, that'd feel bad. We're just joking. Kind of. Maybe <laughs> you'll never know. Take a chance. Uh all right, guys. You got anything else? You got something? No, I think, I think I'm good. I'm right. I'm good. Um, I will say for everyone who's wanting to start in the uh, swim bait game, just because we're kind of ending the two parter, even though this was talked about gear a little bit, and then we just ran the rabbit the rest of the time, which is fine. It was awesome. Um, look at getting the Dark Horse Tackle subscription box, the Champ box, because I tell you what, especially for someone who's wanting to get in on it. We talked a little bit about the tiny clash. Now you get some dupes in certain places, but they have local companies who do a lot of hand painting, stuff like that. And there's your clash right there. And that came in the box last week or last month. Good looking bait. And that, so was that uh gill glide you showed off last week. Yep. I'll say this one. And then this one, both of these came in the dark horse uh, champions box, the same, same box, which is awesome. So let's say, and then this week they, uh, or this month they did, like some finesse stuff. So you got little finesse, uh, multi jointed. Um, got that. You got that bad boy, which is a little finesse multi or glide bait. That's cool. It's a little bit smaller. That's from check. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they come with a bunch of stuff. If you really want to get super awesome, this it's spring, so they're going into top water and stuff. So you got, I got a uh, wake bait down there, and then a big bull tank. That's yeah. a hand painted. That thing's wild, looking, slash, dude. I, it is, man. And the only place <laughs> if you type in bull tank in uh, YouTube, you're gonna find a great video that you won't understand, but he catches tanks on it. So that's cool. Definitely give that a look. But yeah, man. I mean, especially it's seventy or seventy five bucks a month. It's a subscription box, but you're getting straight heat from uh, a bunch of local companies instead of, you know, having to wait for drops and stuff like that. Because you can't get a tiny class right now for retail. You just can't. And they're so. and uh, TK's work. Yep. Oh, yeah. They they work. They know. They're awesome. I'm only subscribed to the Dabble Pack through them, but, I mean, it's like $7.99. You get, it like, two baits usually. This month, I got one bait. It was a spinner bait, so... Yeah, but it was a dope spinner bait. Yeah, I was about to say it's it's they have different tiers, and obviously I go straight to the chant box because I'm extra. But you can get the dabble pack, the weekenders box, um, the weekend warrior box that comes I think with three or four baits, Um, and it's awesome. I mean, it comes with those big baits, but then it also comes with baits like this. This this I'm pumped for this wake bait. Doesn't I'm gonna up my subscription I think to that weekend warrior because I just you know I want to get some of that stuff it looks good yeah dude i mean they're they're doing a great stuff and it's not like like we've all been a lot of us has been lucky tackle box and mtb subscribers and stuff and i was when it first started and when it first started mtb was pretty cool and then after like six months to a year like i was getting baits and packages like not doing anything this guy because these baits are pretty good but this is like a small company but it was like baits like this that was just from like it was a multi mass produced no name company it was just worms like the baits quality went down brad's doing the wave but whatever um but yeah i mean this their boxes are awesome it supports local businesses and small businesses around the mid-east and it's it's awesome man can't beat it yeah yeah the base you showed off look great oh they look they look awesome and they'll catch like you said i mean tk's catch they just catch fish they do and it's a great river bait I'm pumped. I'm tied on, and that's I'm, I'm going to just use that. And then once I catch a couple fish on that, I'm going to go up to the. I'm just go right back to the nine inch this weekend, dude. Tomorrow. Let's go. That's uh, that's the plan. We talked about. Well, we're gonna, of course we're talking about going Sunday, so it's got a thunderstorm on Saturday. It's great. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah it's awesome. we'll, we'll find somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I'm just I'm find somewhere to go. I'm fishing Sunday. I don't care. I'm Let's gonna do fish. it. I'm, I'm gonna fish down. a puddle if I have to. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Got anything else, Nick? Shout no, out to you. Hey, thanks for having me on, gentlemen. That was fun. And uh, hopefully we can uh, do some fishing this summer sometime. Yep. Oh, yeah. Give Nick a follow. FCK Dadlicious, right? That's Dadlicious. That's Dadlicious. Gotcha. I always forget the that's part. So FCK, that's Dadlicious, which is an epic name. So give him a he follow. Just thinks, he, Brad just thinks you're delicious. That's what he always yeah, says. I am, baby. thanks for listening guys we'll see you guys next week see you guys thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on paddle and fin be sure to drop a five-star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on be sure to check us out on waypoint tv waypointtv.com Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. 
Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. In wild country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.